What's up, Lively Nation? We are on episode number six. Six. Thanks for tuning in. Hashtag Ask Livling TV. And listening to all those podcasters. What's up, guys? I'm Brad Guthrow. This is my beautiful wife, I'm Jessica. Jessica Guthrow. If you did not know who we are, if you're new to the show or if you're new to the podcast, thank you for tuning in and listening. If you haven't checked out the podcast yet, go over there, subscribe, rate, and review. We're still very new, so we need your guys' feedback. And the way the show works is that we take your questions that are tag, hashtagged with the tag Hashtag Ask Live Lean TV. So if you want to get your question on this show, that's all you have to do is just add that hashtag before or after the question and we will pick it out and then save it to do on this show. Yeah, but the people who tag me on Twitter get answered pretty much Twitter gets quickest priority yeah. because it's the easiest way for me to do it. And actually, but we'll take them on. You know what? Track. I'm going to throw something else out there. Um, one way that you can get your question answered for show is if on Instagram, you post a creative photo on your own feed and you tag it, Ask Live Lean TV, and you tag me, at Brad Guthrow, and we see it, you will get your question answered with Instagram. Creative but appropriate, please. Yeah, no dick pics. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that out or loud. Boob, or but... booby pics. I've been getting yeah. a lot of booby pics on Facebook lately. Yeah, would you girls stop sending him Seriously, your boobs? Seriously, what is... it's not cool. What is up with this? Not to go on a rant, but yeah. like I've been getting some serious females. Yeah. It's not the way to do to a, a, a man who is happily married. Yeah, and he shows them to me, and I'm like, yeah, those boobs are nice, but aren't my boobs nice? <laughs> I have nice boobs, and I don't know why you need to look at other boobs. But he doesn't ask for them; they just come. No, I'm just really happy that she is so cool with it. Like, I feel yeah. like every time I get one, I well, I'm not saying I support it. So no, stop but doing it. but like that could be a doesn't, problem. I'm not gonna get mad at you, but, but that could be a problem ladies, in though. marriages. Like, if you look at my phone, you see like a boob pick pop up. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's anyway. You're really cool. Thank you. Oh, mm. you're welcome. So let's get on to the show. <laughs> your yeah. questions as you guys can't tell yeah. on these on these uh podcasts we like to just let it roll we don't edit it <clears throat> and we're not allowed to stop the camera <clears throat> and, and big shout out to our last week's episode with leo flowers it sounds like from the feedback you guys love leo so if you guys want to see other um guests on our show we would love to bring other guests on and, and do yeah. that kind of tell us who we should invite on yeah. the show all right let's get into the question first question it seems like we always start with with Cisco Ball's question, but he is very active <laughs> in the Lively Nation, so we gotta show our love back. He says, how do you guys actually decide how and what to work out? Mm. You develop these awesome programs to help us develop a lifestyle. What do you do when you already live it? I know you're hit in muscle grouping. What inspires you to make a schedule for that week, trying to live lean? Need more expert live lean advice? And when is the yoga DVD coming out? You guys really changed my life. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so great. Um, okay, so there's like three different questions here. Basically, how do you decide what to work out for that given week? And, yeah, start with that and one. And also, is it kind of like, do you follow a program yeah. all the time? Or do you just kind of wing it? Like, I'm wondering if that's part of the question too. But how do we decide to work out? I think 
um, once you do get more advanced, like you said, it just kind of becomes a lifestyle. And mm. instead of you're not in that transformation mode anymore. I think we've talked about on past episodes that transformation mode is different than maintenance mode. Mm -hmm. So, you know, where Brad and I are at right now, we're not really trying to change our bodies. We're just trying to maintain the results that we've got. So um, for us, it's a little more lenient. We're not sticking to a strict gym schedule like we have in the past. Um, and usually our decision on what to work out that day is is based on the week as a whole and also just kind of like what we're in the mood for kind of thing um somewhat but like right now like we're both putting programs together yeah we're testing programs so a lot that's a them. great point yeah that we do so do like a lot i'm putting that, together yeah. a new strength program jessica's putting together a pregnancy program mm -hmm. so we're obviously not going to put something out there unless it works so we have ourselves right. going through it. we're testing it on people so that's it's true. like that's what we do. Um, but like, yeah, like Jessica said, a lot of we're, test experiments going on in our workouts. We're in maintenance mode. Um, yeah. But, you know, you got to being in maintenance mode actually can be an issue at times because you kind of lose the motivation you can get a, little a little bit. Lazier. You get yeah. tired of just, you don't, you know, if you're not on a program. So I always like to try to be on a program. So whether it's whether it's one that you're writing or one that someone else just came out with, yeah, like I'm completely we do other fine doing yeah. other people's workouts. I actually mm -hmm. like doing other people's workouts more than my own because mm -hmm. it's like they see a different thing and they can put together programs. It's a fresh new perspective. Yeah. It's kind of nice not to do workouts that you made up yourself because if you make it up yourself, you're likely to kind of keep yourself in your comfort zone. Yeah. Only pick exercises that you want to do. So it's nice when you're doing something written by somebody else because yeah. a lot of times it's not what you want want to do and you do it anyway and you feel really good after, and that's so. actually very uh common in yeah. the industry like a lot of fitness pros don't do their own programs like they have other people putting their programs together yeah. for them so oh but then there's also i thought you, what you're gonna say is common is people just showing up to the gym and not knowing what to do and doing yeah. whatever they feel like i think that that's actually not the best strategy yeah like if you just go every day and you just do what do i feel like today or what machines are open yeah that's not, not going to get you great results you, so if you have a goal in mind if it's fat loss muscle building getting stronger getting more athletic whatever it is you need to have a program in place if you have that goal because if you just go into the, the gym like you said mm -hmm. just you're just going to go do bicep curls all day and that's not going to get you anywhere you're going to look at that yeah. weird dude with big arms and skinny legs nobody wants you to be that person so no so yeah that's kind of how, and there was another part of the question is what inspires you to make a schedule for the yeah, week? Yeah, so we covered that. Yeah, it's and then, basically what, what project we're working on. And or, then the yoga yeah. DVD. So yeah, we are thinking of putting together yoga DVD. We're not yeah. going to be the actual uh, programmers Teacher. or teachers of yeah. the yoga program because that's not our specialty, but Jessica's mama... My mom is a, an amazing yoga teacher. So. Yeah, so she's probably going to put it together. She's going to put me through it. Um, we're thinking DVD style stuff. We want it to be yoga for athletes specifically yeah. because we know that you guys are, you know, not just regular people, like you're people who work out. So really addressing the tight um, hips, tight tightnesses shoulders. that athletes get. Yeah. And, and really the yoga's purpose is to make your workouts better and make you feel better, give you better mobility and all the things that athletes really need. So that's... Yeah our future project, but I don't know. It's kind of behind some other projects. Yeah. So. All right, next question. All right, so Rosalind on Snapchat says, I've been working out constantly and having a clean, lean diet. I'm very happy with how I look now, minus my tummy and inner thighs, <laughs> which seem to be holding all my fat. So do you have any advice? Um, I get married in three months, I wanna look amazing. 
and it's been over two years now and I still have those problem areas I can't shift. Yeah. You want so, to take this what do you one? Because uh, it's more of a female question. Well, but... no, it's just, I feel like I've answered this question and I'm not <laughs> shitting on you, to be honest. It's just, I feel like we've answered this <laughs> question. <laughs> well, I just mean I'm not like picking on you for asking this question, but it just feels like we, we talk about this so much that there's no such thing as spot reduction. So I know you're saying you have a clean, lean diet. But there are such things as trouble zones. But there's trouble like zones. There are spot problems. Yes, but but what I'm just kind of getting at is yeah. um, you can shape specific muscles, but you can't spot reduce by fat reduction in certain spots. So, so there's difference there. So if you're looking to build muscle in your biceps, obviously train your biceps directly. But if you're looking to lose fat in your biceps, doing you know you're not going to be losing bicep fat by doing biceps it just comes as right. an overall total yeah. fat loss for your entire body yeah and the solution to problem areas is to do a holistic approach so um you know you say you're eating a clean lean diet and you're working out constantly for two years now um but my question to you is like what kind of progress have you made in those two years and if there hasn't been much progress it probably means that the you know, approach you're taking isn't quite right for you. You yep. know, just because it's clean and lean and constant doesn't mean that it's intense enough mm. for to really make a change in your body. Um, it also, you know, maybe you need to make some diet changes that like, cause we always talk about some people's bodies are more carb sensitive than others. Um, some people have different metabolism speed mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So you kind of need to play around with things. And if you've been stuck at the same body for two years, and you're not happy with it, then that's a really big sign that behavioral things need yeah. to change. Yeah, and you do mention you're eating a clean, lean diet. Like that's maybe a clean, lean diet to you, but if you actually had someone like a professional look at that, they may be able to pick at things that this isn't right for you. Yeah, I, I don't know if pick at things is like the right well, word, I just but just mean like, like tweak point, things Point out you. things yeah. like mm -hmm. that, uh, that protein bar with 50,000 chemicals and ingredients yeah. in it is probably not helping you lose weight. And a coach is never going to like give you the guilt trip like, oh, you shouldn't be eating that. But like, ho well, hopefully a good coach is going to talk to you about like, I think your results would be better if you did this instead yeah. kind of thing. So it's not like maybe anything's wrong about your diet, but it might just not be the right diet for the kind of results that you're looking for. You know, you may actually be in a calorie surplus without knowing it, yeah. which is causing you to hold on to some belly fat. Um, it also could have to do with lifestyle factors. We always talk about how belly fat is really associated with stress Hormonal. and um, poor sleep habits. Yeah. And yeah, there's some some other ways you, you can combat that. Yeah, you're talking fat. about thigh fat, which sometimes has a hormonal issue with estrogen. Yeah. So yeah, there could be some other things in there. But it sounds like what you need is a more specific advice for someone to look at what you're actually doing. Yeah. Um, so an online, like a coach like Jessica or somebody. Working with someone one-on-one, -on -one, one -on -one. I think is going to be your best bet if you feel like you've done everything and you're still stuck at a wall. Like sometimes you just kind of need that one-on-one -on -one attention for someone to really look into you and your specific situation yeah. can be a game changer. So I would recommend applying for coaching right now if you have the budget for it and if you're serious about getting those results. So you can find that at liveleantv.com forward slash coaching. Okay, next question. Do you want to? I think this one might be for you. 
Um, yeah, so this comes from one of our YouTube videos. A user asks, what is the optimal ratio for cardio days versus strength training days? I've read that if you want to lose weight and tone up, it should be three to four days of cardio and two to three days of strength. Um, I personally still have weight to lose, but also want to increase definition now that some of the weight is gone. Plus, I want to keep toning till I'm at, till I'm where I want to be physically. Yeah. So my, my uh, advice on that would be uh, cardio versus strength training. I would actually have you flip that, but I would actually have your strength training days be a different style of training. I don't know what type of training modality you're using right now in your strength training, but if you're training like a bodybuilder versus training like metabolic training. Athletic style. Yeah, strength it's training different. is different than, yeah. So if you take a look at like my program, Live Lean Afterburn, it's more of a metabolic style training where you're always like you're keeping rest periods very short. You're still lifting weight. You're still building muscle, but you're also burning fat during those workouts because it's your go, go, go. Your heart rate's staying elevated. Mm -hmm. um, so you may want to look at the style of training that you're doing, but I would put you yeah. on a split of like a four day of metabolic style um, weightlifting and then two to three or one to two days or two to three days, however serious you want to get with this and do a sprint training. So a hit interval style training. Yeah, not necessarily like running sprints, but there's all kinds of different. Yeah. Like he's talking about like short cardio intervals, which could be jump rope, it could, could be, be swimming. Yeah, it could be burpees, it could be yeah. cone drills, it could be all like types of stuff. So um, when we say sprint, we don't just mean like sprints on the track. There. Although that is, I would but that's also that's great. probably yeah. <laughs> the best way to do it, but. Yeah, I mean, d depending on, like, different people have different issues going on. If you have knee problems or something like yeah. that, then swim sprints is going to be, like, a really good alternative for you. Um, you can do spin bike, bicycle sprints. There's a lot of um, different ways you can do cardio. But we definitely don't um, really think that, like, the slow and steady cardio that most people recommend, like, that's probably what you're reading about when they say do two to three times a week cardio it's probably referring to like that slow or steady type of cardio which is really not the type of training that we do ourselves or promote to clients just and do you really want to we've be already talked that? about that in other episodes but yeah it's, yeah, just, it's, it's just, just not athletic it's not like it's just it's boring yeah and it's not the kind of lifestyle that we promote of just sitting on a treadmill for mm. 60 to 90 minutes like just sweating your ass off being miserable yeah for you're just like the, the and then face going on. home <laughs> and like potato chipping it up in front of the tv yeah because like, you're so hungry because yeah. of all the time you spend on the treadmill it makes your like carb cravings go yeah. through the roof and then you just destroy all your progress i don't know we're on a tangent now we but hopefully that answers your question about yeah. what type of training we would recommend for you and you can find all of that in our programs Okay, next question from Ricker2000 on Snapchat. Um, I was surprised to see... Okay, so we answered their question before. About alcohol? Yeah. Um, so this is their second question. <laughs> you guys are the only peeps who interact with your viewers. You rock. Oh, Thank you for thanks. that. We're the only ones? You cool. might have made a video on this before, but do you ever make bread? I know you oh. aren't a big fan of flour, but I love bread. Any good substitutions? I love, I love bread, bread too. too. Who Everybody doesn't love bread? bread. <laughs> but there's this thing that if you want to change your body, you want to get healthy, you kind of have to not get rid of bread. You just have to limit 
Morning. bread to days when you deserve or you earn the bread by <laughs> yeah. smoking it in the gym. And but, we choose healthier types of yeah. bread, like sprouted grain yeah. or something like that. Um, <laughs> that being said, though, if we go to an Italian restaurant or something, we usually eat the bread on the weird life. And we freaking But if we are going to an Italian restaurant, it's more of a cheat night for and, us. Yeah, anyway. and that's like once a quarter. But yeah, if, if you want to still keep bread in and you want to do a better job or a higher quality bread, go with this sprouted grain bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and have we ever made it? Yeah, we've definitely made bread. Like, yeah, but it's I have never, that apple pumpkin bread in the. Yeah, in yeah but it's more that bread is more, more of a like a loaf of dessert yeah, bread. Yeah, like a dessert bread. We're, if we're talking about sandwich bread, we have not. We, we have just not made that. We kind just of tried bread. a paleo bread. Oh yeah. <laughs> that we bought in the last store. week. I was at Whole Foods and I was like, hmm, paleo bread, and I brought it home and bread's like, this is not good. No, don't, don't do it. <laughs> it's not good. The texture was just kind of like mealy, like just yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer, but what makes bread great is like the gluten and the white flour and stuff. But it's not the kind of food that's optimal for living lean. But you could also get a gluten-free style bread too, though. Like the yeah, bread that's yeah, but it's gonna be made with like rice. Yeah, or the bread. Made with rice, yeah. so if you're gluten intolerant, you can go that route. Yeah, yes. it's not bad, but it's the question just about like, should you be eating bread? Or? No, it's just, um, have you ever made your own bread? And yeah, because I, I know or any, any good, good substitution. So we just bread. said so. Ezekiel oh. is yeah, but you know what I think is actually the greatest substitution for bread. Like if you're looking for a sandwich, is to make lettuce wraps. Like how much do we adore lettuce wraps? Yeah, but like, it I love doesn't it. fulfill. It's not the, the same like, we'll as bread. Honest, it but doesn't. Like, no, seriously, if you make a sandwich, I love to like layer um, no. you know, meat and stuff. I do too. That's what and I'm then, saying. Like you know, it's like a sandwich. Six days of the week. All about the lettuce wraps, but if you're having yeah. a cheat day or a yeah. cheat meal, it's like, yeah, yeah. go with the bread. Yeah, and so hopefully that with all these episodes now, you guys are really getting the point that we are not purists. We don't eat healthy 100% of the days. So there are some times when we do cheat meals. nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody want to be that perfect and yeah. boring. We're living a life. We're yeah. creating a lifestyle that allows us totally. to... Walk around healthy all year round, walk around lean all year round, walk around athletic all year round, but still having the enjoyment Enjoy in life. Enjoy life and yeah. relax about stuff. Like, so don't we, stress. We, we find a lot of our yeah. followers are just stressing out about being perfect. Yeah, and it's interesting because, like, we, we've done over 600 videos, like, yeah. 800 blog posts, so many social media posts. But we still have people thinking that it's about being perfect. Mm -hmm. And so it's not, that's not what we're trying to put out there. So please, if you're thinking that we're perfect, we are not perfect. You don't need to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You just have to be better like 80% of the time than just eating whatever you want. And you know what I think for me, like especially early in my fitness career and stuff, I would only want to show my like good side to my clients and followers and stuff. I would only post videos or photos of me eating healthy foods yeah. and doing workouts and stuff. And I think like 2016 this year <laughs> is really, you know, it was my um, New Year's intention. Yeah. Like every New I'm Year's still we set an intention. I know, but my intention was to really be true and be honest and be real with everybody, not even just on the internet, but just even in real life too. And like be okay with showing the flaws and sometimes be on camera with no makeup and eating a cheat meal. And you know what I mean? But it's hard. It's so hard to like let go of that image because you want everyone to be inspired by but, what you're doing instead but, of like disgusted by it. But, but here's what I want you guys to do yeah. right now in the comment section below. What would you rather, who, who inspires you more? 
in life in like the fitness world. Somebody who pretends to be 100% perfect or somebody who shows their flaws, they shows that they have their bad days, they skip a workout like here. Obvious, they but... eat. No, but this is what I'm trying to get across. Because... Yeah, but we would love to hear it from you directly. Like if you like seeing that or if it, does I, it inspire you when you see us eat pizza? I know or personally, you want to follow someone It else? makes me sick when I see fitness people online like saying that they're 100% perfect and it's, it's all or nothing and it's just, no. Like, yeah. you're not, I, uh, <laughs> let's like, just go Let on. me just, I can't, I just If you're 100% right perfect, now. that's not the life I want to live. Yeah. And With so, that, let's move on to the I, next Yeah, question. I would never <laughs> expect any of my clients to be 100% perfect. And a lot of time they come to me feeling really guilty for things they did wrong. And I'm like, no, got to yeah. ditch this guilt because the guilt is getting you nowhere. <laughs> All right, moving on. And next question from Tino on Snapchat. What are the benefits of having a V tapered body and what muscles showed be, uh, what muscles should be worked to gain such a V tapered body worked, figure? Yeah. I do appreciate the less than five to 10 minute workout. Okay. Workouts. workouts. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Yeah. We also love knowing which workouts you prefer to see on YouTube. Do you like when it's like a two minute clip or do you like pr prefer the 10 plus minute? We clips? need your feedback. Yeah. Comments us, below. It will make a difference on what you see in the future. So V taper. Okay, V-Taper by, this is a great question. I because, do, I love this question. Yeah, this I is really, a different style question. Yeah, so. I, and I really think that it's important um, for as, aesthetically, if that's what you want to call it, like visually for how you look, because let's face it, looks are important. Everyone wants to look good naked. Everyone wants to have like a shapely figure. So this applies to not just men, but also women, because if you have um, better mus muscle development in your upper body, it makes your waist look yeah. smaller, which is a good thing. I know my waist looks huge <laughs> right now because I'm pregnant. But um, in general, you want to do exercises that are going to target your upper body muscles, especially your shoulders and your lats. Like I feel like those are the two muscle groups that are really going to help yeah. expand your upper body, which just that alone is going to make your waist look smaller. Yeah, think about the X shape. Yeah. So the X shape. So also is, train your legs. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. So <laughs> not just shoulders, feet, but it's like an X. And then shoulders come down to your waist, and then you got the then big quads, boom, the big quads hamstrings, the, the big calves. That gives you that Greek goddess look. Yeah. Not Greek god look. Mm-hmm. Either so. way, and then also like exercises to train yeah. your waist tighter. Like everyone goes to like crunches and ab work to like slim their waist, but that's not the way you slim your waist. Really the way you slim your waist is by having a, a good diet, like a lean diet that's yeah. in a slight deficit to help you burn off the fat. Yeah. So really when you're training to have a V taper, you want to be doing like hypertrophy style training on your muscle groups. Like we talked about shoulders, lats, legs. So let's just say like pull-ups are, are great. Mm -hmm. um, any kind of rows to add thickness. Shoulder presses, like Shoulder overhead press, presses. Um, also, um, there's so many, I mean, there's so many of them, mm -hmm. but just any, just look up how to get, you know, thick, thick uh, shoulders on Google yeah. or somewhere. I, oh, you have a great shoulder workout on YouTube. I do. The, Go check like out the shoulder workout. Shoulder shoulder? Yeah. Boulder shoulder workout. Yeah. Lat, lat raises are great. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, pretty much any shoulder workout is going to give you a wider. Yeah. And then don't forget to train your legs as well. Yeah, and don't forget to work on your diet if you feel like you're storing fat in the midsection because the diet is really going to get you the most dramatic results in slimming your waist. Yeah. Okay, let's keep rolling what else here. We got? we got a few more questions that we want to get to. Uh, next question comes from Oh Stop, or no, on Twitter. Oh Stop. <laughs> oh Stop. 
at Lady Rosalie. Um, she asked, when, uh, this is going to be funny, whenever <laughs> I eat eggs and meat, my butt goes off like a bubble machine. Whoa! All day. Oh, too much info. What should I do? That is so funny. Well, talk about keeping it real. She got the protein farts. That's basically what she's saying. <laughs> Wait, it's with eggs and meat. Yeah. yeah, the protein farts. Yeah, I hear this a lot with protein shakes. Like a lot of yeah, people don't digest with the whey. whey protein yeah. really I, well, but I've never, sometimes it's with food. Too. I've never heard. I've never heard it from like meat and eggs. Like yeah, from, like I hear from whey protein shakes all the time. <laughs> That's so funny to think about that. And this is a girl as well. Yeah, so I, I love her honesty. That's so funny. Um, what you should do is if the if you're getting the bubble machine, <laughs> the bubble guts. Honestly, just reduce the amount you're eating, or try um, rather than if you when you say meat, I assume you mean red meat. But if not, try fish, oh, probably try any chicken. Kind of meat. I don't know. Um, you could it also might be the, due to the protein. Some people actually have a hard time digesting yeah, protein. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. You could also like go to type. your naturopath and um, get a food intolerance test. Done. Yeah, get tested for allergies. And um, you can also try digestive enzymes. Yep. I know a few people who have had like uh, really good results with that. Um, but then also like avoiding the foods that aggravate your digestive system is yep. good too. But I know that's tricky because then you're going to be like, what do I do for protein? So um, like you said, try alternative types of protein. Um, and yeah, I really think getting allergy tested is going to be good for you because you might learn some things about what your body can handle and what yeah. it can't. Um, also doing food pairing, certain things can help. Um, if you put like greens with that stuff when you eat it, it might help you. Um, so okay. I know like pineapple can be helpful digestively sometimes. Some people it has enzymes. Um, you could also try something like sauerkraut or kimchi, like fermented that foods. That sounds like that might be even together, worse. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> but you guys, you get Smellier? the you get the point. Like just yeah. you got to test some things. If you're getting the, 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 the farts, try uh, removing it from your diet for a week and then see if the farts go away. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have that problem. But seriously, you sometimes get that with pizza. Oh yeah, Anytime. I'm gonna call you out. Yeah, there. cheap dairy and weird so dairy know. and gluten is not friendly to me. Uh, some it's only with some pizzas. Like every once in a while, happens. Not every time we have pizza, but sometimes I tell me has to go sleep in the living and room. She never fluffs because she's. Oh, a never. I, like, I love <laughs> how you say fluff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Next question on Twitter comes from at college raped me. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, I, it raped me too with the amount of money this it took from me. This is the best episode ever. Yeah. Um, question is, how do you lose back fat? Back fat. Slash boobs. So this is from a female. <laughs> she wants to lose her boobs. Well, I guess, yeah. I guess some girls want... Smaller if, boobs? If they're bigger chested and they what? want... Well, it's true. Like when girls... Who had Pass big boobs? Here, I'll take some more boobs. <laughs> no, but you know, like when girls lose weight, that goes from their boobs like quickly a lot of times. Yeah, but most females don't want that. But yeah, but anyway, it's it's just the same question that we've answered oh, plenty wait, of back, times. I think she means back boobs. <laughs> back boobs? Is that such a thing? <laughs> I think that is a thing. I think that's when your like fat hangs over your bra strap and it like uh, looks like an extra boob. I think that's a thing. It's so do you want to you want to give the generic answer or should I? How do you lose it? Yeah. So <laughs> I'll let you do the honors because oh, I know you really Well, I'll be it. quick with it because I want to get to a couple more questions. Okay. It's just overall body fat. Like we said earlier, you mm -hmm. got to just, um, you know, watch, watch the foods you're eating, exercise, and it's going to come off your body. It may come off your back boobs a little slower <laughs> than everywhere else in your body, but eventually it, it will come off. You have to be persistent. You have to be consistent with it. 
Yes, absolutely. And we guarantee we could get Julene with the right training and the right nutrition. It's possible for anyone, yeah. no matter what your body type is. Like nobody is going to be super lean and still have like back boobs. Okay, we're going to go to two more questions. Let's get these done quickly. Um, Daniel Ledger, Legere, I think, says, okay. we take BCA and glutamine during our workouts. When you pull a two-a-day workout, we did upper body in the a.m. and legs in the afternoon. Nice job. Is it a good idea to take them for that second workout as well? That's a really good question. Oh, yeah, that is a great question. So should you uh, supplement both times? You know, I don't think that BCAs is one of those things that you have to be um, wary about overdosing on. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they're both mm -hmm. amino acids that are, are natural amino acids. Yeah. And... Um, you know, by taking five grams of BCAs for one and then and five grams um, for your next one, 10 grams is not a lot. That's like not you that can much. take a lot more yeah, than 10 grams. I think you'd be all right. So you're good. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, just um, add them to both your, your, before your workouts and you'll be completely fine with that. So versus adding or having it after only one of the yeah. workouts. I think if you were to choose just one of the workouts where you say upper leg body day. and leg. So yeah. both were lifting workouts. I was going to say, if you did like a lifting and a cardio, which is a very common way to do two a days, then I would just have it after your lifting session. But since both sessions were lifting, I would put it at both. Yeah. That's how I would decide. But, but don't forget, you're also getting those amino acids, the BCAs and the, the glutamine in their protein shake if you're taking it after as well. So it's, yes. it's, not a, it's not a mandatory, but it's not hurting you if you're doing it as well. Right. Next question, last one. So Hunter from Snapchat says, I plan on donating blood tomorrow at my school and was wondering if I should not work out in the morning like I do every day. Should I not work out the day after as well? Or should I just not donate blood? What is best for my health and muscle growth? Donate the blood, brother. You're saving yes. three lives, I guess is the recent is stat. Is that how many? Yeah, because oh. I used to donate blood every 62 days whenever I could. And then I moved Then I moved countries and moved and I just haven't got back to doing it. That's no yes. excuse. But it's a great thing that you're donating blood. Congratulations for doing that, especially at a young age. I think my first time I donated blood was in school as well, and that's what got me on that positive. Yeah, moment. I love when schools bring that yeah. to the campus. Like if they just pull the truck up at your school. I used to do it during college yeah. also. Um, but and you get how to eat does that it? Cookie afterwards too, which is so good. <laughs> or some of that like that, juice box. I, those fig newtons. I just like. <laughs> oh, I gave blood. Got to get that blood oh, sugar back. I think we, back we in. only got those little orange juice pod things. Yeah. But, um, okay, so how does giving blood affect one's health and muscle growth? Oh, so it's not affect, I mean, it's, don't worry about it affecting your health or muscle growth. That's, it's such a small amount of blood that your body's pumping. And it's your body great, will regenerate Yeah, it's a great blood, thing you're doing that. Actually, so it's not, yeah. a, it's not harming you whatsoever. I like what you're doing. Yeah. But your question is, should, should I not work out the day after? And That's, the day of. So the day of? You could work out in the morning if you give it in the afternoon, but I wouldn't work out after that same day after you give blood. Um, like, the nurse like will within usually, a couple hours after you might. Feel I a used woozy. to always, yeah. I used to always ask the nurse that she'd be like, "No, don't do it." But I would work <laughs> You'd be out like, before. Can I go work out now? <laughs> and the thing with me is, like, I don't before know if you can is see, fine, but I'm like so vascular that the nurse, veins the popping. nurses would love me because my veins are always so popping. So easy to find. But they, but. If you don't have, if you're not vascular by working out before, you actually do promote more of the veins so they can find it to poke you with the needle. So that's a good thing. But yeah, I just wouldn't mm -hmm. work out that night if you just gave blood at four o'clock that afternoon. But the day after is the probably day after's fine. fine. Yeah, oh, yeah I think you're going to be totally recovered by then. And if you do notice that you're a little woozy or not feeling quite right, then maybe 
push the workout to later in the evening or keep the workout lighter or something like that. But it shouldn't really have much of an effect there. I no. think you'll be all right. And yeah, just thumbs up for doing that because it's great if we you know, would all give more, I think yeah. the world would be a happier place. We should actually, I'm kind of inspired to go give some blood. Yeah, now. you just inspired us. I, I'm I, pregnant, I, so maybe I, it's not the best. Thing. I actually had my name up on the wall at the local, because I hit 50 plus donations. What? So I saved 150 lives. Jeez, that's awesome. So hopefully so some good cool. karma is coming my way. Yeah, it's so good. But that's a wrap, peeps. Thanks so much for just sending us these questions because you are the lifeblood of this show. Without your questions, yes. we can't do this show. Without your, your feedback in the comments below. So hashtag ask Live Lean TV. Send them to us. Um, do it on Instagram. I want to see you guys posting those on Instagram. A photo of you like doing something with your question in the caption. And we guarantee you we will post your photo on here. So you're going to get a shout out for your Instagram <laughs> channel. And we'll answer your question right up front. So yes. do that. Other than that, I think we're good. Yes. Keep those questions coming. So and, question of the day. Is it your turn um, or my turn? Yeah. Let's see. I think it is. Is it your turn? Yeah. I'll say yeah. My, my question of the day to you guys is what is the last selfless thing you guys have done Aww. for somebody else? So Hunter, my man, just said he gave blood. What was the last thing that you guys did? Tell us below. Yay. So now Living Lean is about being a good person. All of our like two of the days are like really deep. deep Leo came deep with that questions. deep one last week. And so, deep. yeah. We want to make you guys think. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We're calling it a night. We'll see you, you at the next episode. Hey! Living Lean. Living we love lean. you.